My name is Logan Draper, and this is Modern Mad Men. And today, we have an amazing man, a realtor, a musician. Realtor? Did I say it wrong? I don't know. I don't know. There's so many ways to say it. You you tell me. We can discuss that later. Yeah. You sell property. Correct. Commercial or real estate, or commercial or residential? Uh, Primarily commercial. Okay, cool. Brennan Bell, thanks for being here today, buddy. Hey, pleasure. Pleasure, my friend. Yeah, it's going to be good. Also, you have huge news that you released like a month ago. Indeed. That you are... I'm running for city council at large. For the city of Wichita Falls, that, you know, you have so many listeners nationwide. Yeah. They may not understand that we're actually in the city of Wichita Falls. Yep. So, this is an at-large spot for the city of Wichita Falls. Which Which means means what? Anyone can vote. As long as you live within the city limits, you can vote. Okay. So, your vote counts. Why should people vote for you? Oh, we're getting into it. Yeah. Let's just roll. Let's go. Okay. Let's go. Right now. Well... So again, my name is Brennan Bell. Um, I was born and raised here. I uh, went to Old High, graduated in 99. Shout out, Old High. Shout out. Go Yotes. Yeah. Do you like to say that, Yotes? No, I don't like that. I don't really It didn't either. feel right even at the time. It didn't feel, no, it didn't feel right at the time either to me. So, uh, yeah, so I went to Old High, loved it. Parents really involved in the community here. My granddad started a scrap metal business in the 50s called Bell Processing. And my dad, yeah, he runs it now, Dwayne. You may know Dwayne. I do. Great um, man. But he was really encouraging. He said, you know, Daddy Vaughn, we called LaVon Daddy Vaughn. And he said, man, you don't need to go to college. You need to go to Bell Processing College. Mm. Which, looking back, makes a lot of sense. Yep. It's like, you need to get your boots on the street and work. And then you can appreciate an education and figure out what you want to do. Yep. But... uh I had the opportunity to go to the University of Texas in Austin, so I did that. Uh, lived in Austin ultimately twelve years, and moved okay. back three years ago. So why am I running for city council? I moved back from Austin, and I looked around. And I said, "This is a great city," and it was a different place than what I left it. And I want people to be proud of where they're from. Yep. And this is a very, very very good place to call home. Yep. And to say you're proud to live in and say, man, I'm proud I went to MSU. Like, this is a good thing. The um, MSU's primed to grow. Yep. Downtown is primed to grow. Yep. And there's a lot of steps being taken um, to make that happen. I've been a part of it day to day. I saw I do commercial real estate with Chapman Clark and Domain. Um, so actively, I'm working downtown trying to get people to invest in our city. Yep. So, I'm not on board. Like, I actually, you know, I'm the guy writing the contract saying, yeah. let's get this thing growing. Let's yeah. get this thing going. Well, you absolutely have my vote. Well, thank you. Here's why. I appreciate that. I don't have to say that. <laughs> you and we, don't. And we throw this sweet sign up here for you. Yes, look at this. If you want yard signs, hit Brennan up. <laughs> oh, real quick before we get into that, where can people find you? Like on uh, online, Instagram well, so handle. Well, so, Facebook is big in Wichita Falls. Yep. Um, only so Brendan Bell for city councilor at large. Um, I put a piece of ice in my mouth. That's right. Reason. That's it's really bad form for a podcast. No, no, this is good. I'll, I'll, I'll link to all the stuff too. Yeah, Jared will throw it in the link. Great. So, so Instagram, Twitter, on Facebook. It's not really. I mean, if you look at my Instagram page, Wichita Red. Um, but Facebook, Brendan Bell for city councilor at large. Yeah. 
So back to my point, the reason yes. that I, um, I'm voting for you is you've, before this, before you even starting to run, like you're incredibly invested in the community. True. I mean, you've been that way for a long time. And yeah. so I appreciate that in you. I want to see our city grow. Um, Jared and I were at MSU on Monday talking to a group of high school college kids and working with, and again, this is a whole other podcast when it comes to education for me, but we, Design Works could be anywhere. We could pick up and go to Austin. We have clients in Austin. We, we have clients in Denver. We have, we're all over. But the reason we desire to stay here is when we love the community. Mm -hmm. And we can also work from here right. and, and service these clients everywhere. But if MSU isn't supported, then they're, they're going to, these kids, one, are going to want to leave because the community is not supporting them. So they're just like, let's just go to Dallas to get more money. But we want to keep them here. We want to be better educated. Not just like in history or these things that you learn in school. Like we want people to understand the real world of marketing, of business, of just the city being huge. And so I, I'm, I appreciate that. I don't care if you went to MSU or not. I think it's irrelevant. Yeah. But I think that if you're here and you don't think MSU is important, it's like thinking the Air Force Base, Shepherd isn't important. You're crazy. Exactly. Yeah. And from being out of town for 12 years in a college town, you know, yep. which it's hard to call Austin a college town now, but seeing the life that it brings to a city of just young, creative, progressive people that are – you know, willing to take risks, start yep. a business, man, let's go. Yeah. Let's get behind that. And we're two hours from everywhere, so why are we not a college town? Yeah. And by no means am I downplaying the Shepherd investment. Yeah, yeah for sure. Without Shepherd Air, For Air Force Base, this city would be, there wouldn't be an MSU. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. So without Shepherd, there wouldn't be an MSU, but MSU is our, I think that's something that we can just grab a hold of and say, Man, this is our, this is our place. Like, yeah, and you're coming from Dallas. You're coming from Oklahoma City. You're coming from Abilene. Yeah, stay. Yeah, start a business. Yeah, it takes ten minutes to get anywhere. Yeah, spend that time. You know, raising money. Yeah, investing in the city. Um, so, one of the great things I thought too recently was just like the announcement that our city is one of the top ten most affordable places to live in the country. Yep. My gosh, why not as a college kid, you've got a vision, you've got an idea. Yeah. Let's start a business. Let's start here. Right. That's why I love you, Logan, that like, you're a guy that gets really fired up about things. Yeah. Good so, and bad. Good and bad. It, it can be unhealthy. And I'm the same way too. It's like, <laughs> yeah, we can, we can get really excited about something to our detriment. Oh yeah. But it can be so positive yeah. if it's channeled correctly. And you just grab hold of these college kids and say, man, the world is your oyster. You have a blank canvas here in Wichita Falls. Yeah. Get after it. Yeah. Perfect segue. I think that for us at Design Works, Jared, Aaron, and I, the whole culture here, we, we believe in people. Yes. Right? So one reason we started Modern Mad Men is we just want to give everything away. Yeah. We just believe that, one, to educate people. There's two people that are stuck in just a bad path. They, they want to do the same things over and over again. Man. And so we, we want to, whether it be digital, <clears throat> whether it be just business, we want to change culture. And yes. so we have, we get interns every year. We don't even have an intern program. We have them come in. We just we give them life skills. We train them. And I, I would say majority of the interns that have come here, um, Jared even being somebody who was an intern for a little while, like they don't He's come the with that, a – that caught the vision. Yeah. Yeah. And so we, we don't have – a lot of these, these people coming from MSU or these colleges don't have a ton of like understanding of real business and marketing. Yeah. It takes getting into the day-to-day. -day. And so yeah. we believe in just investing in people. So yes. we got a guy that shows up every week, just interns. Like he just gets no credit. He's like, like he, sitting in a cardboard box in the back. 
No, he's just like doing, yeah, pretty much. He's sitting right here working on this computer <laughs> on this table, like it's real ghetto. Hey, how's that cardboard box? Yeah, <laughs> you good in there, buddy? But he, he just grinding, man. Like he's you just need a, a tuna sandwich. Yeah, he's just making coffee runs, and uh, by the end of this, some of us will be making coffee runs for him. Sure, I'm pretty sure. sure. But that's something that I think you're good at is people. Like, people, you love people, man. I love people. Why? I have no idea. Yeah, like, <laughs> I. It's a hard time loving myself. Yeah. You know, but man, I don't know. I God gave me a gift of loving people. Yeah. And you do it you do it really well. Like Thank you, you you invest in people well. Thank you. Um you and this very, very beautiful woman sing throughout the city, throughout really everywhere, traveling tomorrow outside of the city. True. So music is a big part of your life. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I was just gonna segue like say something before we moved on. And just but... to clarify too, I said really beautiful woman, which is my wife. I've talked to my wife a lot on this podcast. That felt weird. So just to clarify, you sing with my wife. Sorry, continue. <laughs> that just felt like that was gonna, people were just like, man, this is weird. Like, this guy's... Well, people all the time are like, that's your spouse, right? And I'm like, no, that's my long-lost sister. Yeah. And half the time, we're pissed at each other. Yeah, but va- very valid. <laughs> so, no, I am married to a very, very beautiful, uh, but more beautifully patient woman named Christina. Very powerful woman. Very powerful woman who is not yet found her channel. Yeah. For that. That's 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 a little scary. It is scary. Because she's a powerful woman. She's powerful and my gosh, like just in life thinking my whole life has been spent, man, how do I channel this energy? Yeah. Okay? And I get the shiny object and I go hard at it. And then I oh man, that's important. Let's yeah. Let's fire all cylinders at that deal. Yeah. Maybe not. You know? Yeah. That's a that's a learning thing. Um but my wife, man, she, she's got big vision and she's got big energy. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm excited. Man, this this could become a marriage podcast. That's fine. Really. Um, we'll let the excited. spirit move and we'll roll. Yes. It's like, how can I love my wife better to help push her to what I think God's calling her to? Yeah. And what God, God has gifted her to. Yep. And it's gifted her to a lot of things, but man. I don't know. We we have a big adventure ahead. Yeah. And this city council thing. So, so one leading in before you moved on, um, in as far as loving people goes, that's the whole point of this thing. Yeah. I want people to get excited about where they live, and you talk about interns and just take your gifts and, and keep them here. You yeah. Know? Um, but be excited no matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing, like. If you can't be happy in Wichita Falls, you're not gonna be happy anywhere. Yeah, that's good. And that's good. A fact of life. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think I think it's good. Like, I think it's something that I see in you that I value. Thank you. Is that, um, you know, in business, so you're you're in real estate, jumping into city council. Business. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, even for us, like, I think a lot of people in our industry, just in business in general, entrepreneurs, business owners, like they use relationships and they, and they invest in people with the expectation of return, right? Yeah. Like, if I'm if I'm good to you in hopes that you're going to at some point invest back in me financially or some whatever. And yeah. so the thing that we've really, and it's cost us money, um, but we've Time really valued. Time costs money. Yeah. Time we, costs money. You yeah. could be doing so many other things. Yeah. But we, we, we believe just investing in people with, with no expectation. Like it doesn't matter if you want to spend money with us or whatever. And again, good business model or not, we're not in it for the business. Yeah. We love the process. We yeah. love people. We love investing in people. Yeah. And so we'll do whatever that means to pursue the person who works for us 
you know, we want the people. When we started doing the stuff at DesignWorks, it was just me, Aaron, and Jared, really. Like, in the, in the digital part. We've been around 35 years. But, right. And then um, we started hiring. Now we have uh, three really strong, beautiful, powerful, independent, um, crazy smart, uh, sarcastic women that work here. And <laughs> they absolutely um, destroy us. Right. In the best way, but they're they're so smart, and it's interesting now because we used to just sit in here and banter and talk and troll, yeah. and now we realize like they're sitting in there, and so like the sandwich jokes that I made weren't as funny anymore. Um, so, <laughs> which I mean, we still think they're funny, so we still say them. But but it's it's something about there's people like the people that work for us as well as the people we're going after, and that's what I see in you, like real estate. Like mm-hmm. you you showed Katie and I houses for like six years. It felt like, <laughs> and then we just got a deal. With my brother-in-law, I was just like, yeah. we're going to pass it off. And you got no money. Right. It's okay. Yeah. But I mean, the, your investment in people, though, like forever, for the rest of my life, I will recommend you yeah. because of what you, who you are. Thank you. And so I, I think that the people over profit and the people over the, the process is important. Man, and I think that, so good ideas breed, breed good ideas. Yeah. Good people breed good people. Like, And so you surround yourselves with people that, man, at CalDivision, and it's like, they get what y'all are doing. So y'all aren't using and churning out people. I mean, you're you're making an investment with somebody. Yeah. That's a big deal. And my investment with my friends and with my community, yes, hopefully some sort of financial compensation will follow. Yeah, <laughs> like, please. I mean, There's still bills and stuff at the end of the day. <laughs> yes, but at the end of the day, gosh, like I want people to to feel valued. And, I mean, as far as homes go which i don't do a lot of now but i mean that's a big thing like make a house a home yeah and my friends are making houses homes yeah and that's that's fun to see whether i get compensated on it now or later or you know, the city council thing my, i ran into my cousin um shana who is a dental hygienist at uh burris and jackson cool um and shana was just like you know maybe this isn't the thing the city council you could make a hard run at it and not win. You're going to win. We're going to win. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what you're saying. But say you don't win, God is going to bring something else up. Yeah. You know, and so it could be something totally unforeseen. And, you know, I never envisioned myself living back in, in Wichita Falls yeah. to begin with. Yep. But through unforeseen circumstances, I'm here. Let's make the most of it. Yeah. Um, and let's freaking, let's go. Yeah. Like, let's party. Yes. We, my wife and I obviously try to move from Wichita Falls a lot of times, like yeah. just go to different places. And it's really just the shiny apple a lot of times, like trying to do it. But the more we've pursued that, God's kept us here. Yeah. And we're excited. Like we're here for the rest of our lives or until God calls us. Right. And we're going to operate that way. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited about this transition. So this is where it's about to get real fun. Okay. So the thing, the reason I really wanted you on this podcast is that you are a walking content machine. Okay. <laughs> You know, and I know, like, digitally, socially, like, you do post stuff, but, like, that's not ever been, like, your massive outlet. Well, it was a bit for a while when I was single. I know. So, it's called, I call it peacocking. <laughs> so, you put your feathers up, man, not that guy's funny. Yeah. Or he takes some good, that's handsome pictures. You know, after the World Cup, like, I did the buzz part. So, I was like, man, those, those European guys have some damn good haircuts. <laughs> peacocking, I like yes. that. So, peacocking, I'm going to buzz part my hair. So I've, I remember slowed, that. I've slowed down on the social media because I landed my wife. Yeah. Right? So I landed my spouse. So, so hold on. Is this break, did this happen through the peacocking on social media? Or you, this is actually in real actually life? Actually, it did. 
Yes. Okay. 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 Can we hear okay. this? Yes. Sweet. So, Christina, and I, I have to say that I exploited your wife a little bit doing this. Hey. Okay? It worked so out we, in the end. We did some lunchtime uh, music practice concerts. Okay? Yep. Just set a phone up. At the time, I was remodeling the house, so it was just on this, like, bucket that kind of held concrete. Yep. It was, you know, poor, poorly mixed, right? Like 60-40, and it needed to be, like... Fifteen seventy-five, <laughs> and that, that math is wrong. By yeah. the way, eighty-five. Yeah. Well, I mean, either way, it was wrong. <laughs> either way, that's proven the math wasn't way, there. It was wrong. I misread the, the yeah. bag. Um, but so we'd set a cell phone up, and we filmed. Uh, I was really geeking out hard on All Sons and Daughters at the time. Yep, great band. Still, my favorite uh, Christian, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Doing this hard quotes on the video. Yeah. That's not a video, but it is a video. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, they're songwriters who happen to be Christian. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. And I, I get so I get so down with that kind of stuff. Um, so we filmed a song that they do called "Your Glory," right? And I got set up sort of on a blind date where my buddy was texting me saying, "I've got a girl that you need to meet," okay? And I was. You know, year in here, and kind of recovered from, all right, what the hell are we going to do in Wichita Falls? Yeah. We're going to make something great. Um, and he sent me a picture of her. And I said, dude, you got to be kidding me. This kind of girl is not going to be interested in me. All right? And I said, however, we're playing Thursday night at the Maplewood. So you should bring her, but you should also warn her that if she sees me play, she's going to fall in love with me. <laughs> And she looked up on Facebook, she did the research, saw the video of us, me and your wife, playing Your Glory, and couldn't stop crying. And she said, I've got to go. And she was like, dry shampoo, whatever she does, you know, <laughs> like, spray paint. Spray paint? I don't know, red. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm with you. Whatever dry shampoo is. Okay. It sounds like spray paint. Yeah, me. I don't know. Yeah. Let's just spray paint it into place. Yeah. Um, it's a good tip. Uh, and she came and man, we, I don't think we spent over three years knowing her. We haven't spent more than a week apart. I mean, we fell in love that night. That's amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> Social media. Social media and music. Yeah. And your wife. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Katie. A out there. Hey, hey. You listening? Thanks, Katie. Probably not. She's a legend. She's probably not listening, is she? She told me today, by the way, that she wants to, our wives want to do a podcast on Modern Mad Men oh, week, monthly and just talk about stuff, So, which I'm totally fine with. This would be so amazing if you had all the other folks' wives. I can't. I'm a, I, Katie and I are going to do a podcast soon. I'm, she's going to probably just destroy me. <laughs> as you should. I mean, yeah. as we all should be. Yeah, right? I, it, it'll be good for my soul and probably you know what's good funny, content. Though? Like, so we, we sing worship at church, and... Christine and I will get into one of the biggest arguments we've ever had Saturday night. And Sunday morning, in her sleep, she'll just say, as I'm leaving, kiss her on the cheek, and she'll, she, she just says, move mountains, baby. You're going to move mountains. Let's go. That's it's a like, powerful woman. It doesn't matter what happened the night before. God's grace is due every morning. Yeah. And thankfully so is hers. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. But that's also like, don't take that for granted. Seriously. But man, yeah, she's just say, move mountains, baby. 
That's good. Isn't that good? Yeah, I'm teaching this weekend, so hopefully Katie and I can avoid the Saturday fight. Yes. And if not, Katie's listening. Y'all are going to spend a lot of time in the car together. Well, yeah, well, that's true. We'll be fine. How what do y'all do in the car? Uh, I would say... The car, because you can't escape. No. And, and you add extra frustrations. Oh, like yeah. it, gets, it gets too hot, like you don't have the AC on right, or you're not playing the right music, oh, or gosh. traffic happens, and then you take it out on the person next to you. Yes, or the cell phone maybe dying, and you're like, ah, I've got the freaking cord in the back. Can you dig through all that yeah. S and then like get the cord? But actually, it only plugs really well into my laptop. Yeah. And so, yeah, well, it, that's get, can you get the laptop out? This <laughs> was like a personal experience story. <laughs> yes, and she's just got her feet on my console, you know, in the truck, and just, like, buried over, just praying, God, please do not let, like, a semi swerve my lane, because she's going to go flying butt first through the windshield. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Which is a tough story to explain. Car rides are, are great for us. Yeah. I would say for us, like, if you take our six-year marriage, five and a half years, I would say it's, like, an 80-20. Five and a half years? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> By God's grace, man, she's a powerful woman to, to deal with me for five and a half years. But yeah, we've we've recently been doing really well. And you married an older woman too. Yeah, I did. And I married up. Like she's a beautiful woman. She's a smart woman. So she rich. She could be. Yeah, I don't know. We'll find out. I mean, she's not right now. <laughs> Neither one of us are. We're in it for the long haul, though. That's We're true. investing in the future. Okay, back content. Okay, your content yes. machine. So, a couple things about Brendan you guys need to know. One, Brendan's always down to have a good time. You do you do stretch yourself a little too thin. Too thin, probably. But that's yeah. okay. Um, Brennan's always down to throw a good party, always down to have some fun. And uh, Brennan uh, and Katie sing at places all the time. And one of my favorite things that Brennan does. Wichita read the Songbird? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's I, I haven't yeah. even said that. Wichita yeah. read the Songbird that's on good. Facebook. For all y'all listeners in Seattle, um, you know. Hey, book them. Right. Hey, we're. You guys here in the city and other places, like, you draw a crowd. We do. And it's fun. It's entertaining. It reminds me, and a, this is a compliment to us more, it, in Modern Mad Men, it's just like, hey, let's just figure this thing out. We're going to be raw, authentic. Yeah. It's beautiful. Two of the best voices. Yeah. We all worked well together. Yeah. But my favorite thing that you do, and I'm going to tell the story, and then I've got a question for you. Okay. But you guys tell, you tell amazing jokes during your sets <laughs> that zero people laugh at besides me half the time. Yes. But it's so good. It's so, if people just don't realize they can laugh, I think, sometimes. And it locks me up every time. Yes. And so, my favorite times is we were at a restaurant, uh, Back Porch, and Brennan <laughs> it was Katie. The back Porch, first anniversary? Yeah, first anniversary. Yes. And Brennan and Katie are singing, and the crowd's going. Brennan's like, hey, um, I would like to. We're Wichita Run the song. Yeah, go ahead and tell it, because I already forgot. Thank you for coming. Oh, you want me to tell it? Yeah, please. Man, yeah. Hey, we're Wichita Run the Songbird. You know, again, you got to do the reset. Yeah. Right? Uh, this is amazing. There's so many people here. Thank you all for coming. Man, I just really want to wish a happy birthday to Bricktown. <laughs> Which is another restaurant in town. Yes. And some guy in the, go- in the back goes, hey, man, it's Back Porch. <laughs> Which was and, all a setup. And we got booed. <laughs> and I just somehow made just just beeline eye contact with Logan. And Logan was losing his mind because he knew that he's the only person in that entire room that knew that I was joking. Because it gets my comedy. But, like, I like to make things uncomfortable. Yeah. And, I mean, we were getting booed. It's good content. It is good content. People don't realize that, that, so I brought this up a lot. I brought this up at the keynote at MSU that, you know, we've done these podcasts. Yeah. (laughs) 
This key, this keynote they asked me to speak <laughs> at, but it's a pretty big deal. There's twelve people in the room. Um, Local pro. Yeah, I don't know. We just <laughs> like. Yeah, it was, it was a huge thing in front of the dean. Um, just kidding, the dean um, went there. It was like 12 people. So, uh, But either way, it was awesome. We were grateful. But we, we were in this room of high school and college kids who, by the way, um, I felt I felt you because um, I think I'm really funny. Yes. Um, oh, man, and my I'm friends not... laugh because they're the same way. We operate with the same humor. Yes. And so Jared and I laugh all the time about stuff that no one else thinks funny. But, and Aaron, Aaron's got great humor. Uh, either way, the girls don't think we're funny. But uh, we're sitting in front of high school kids. girls don't have senses yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to say it, but I'm glad you did. Uh, can you bleep that? Yeah, either way. <laughs> um, but we, we're sitting there in front of uh, these high school kids who think I'm funny, like, at zero. So I am think I'm just landing jokes. Yes. The room's just, like, sitting there. <laughs> like, and so, but the whole time I'm talking, I was just talking about how, like, we've done these podcasts, like, it's been great. And then how most only people that engage with us were when we talked about, is a hot dog a sandwich? Oh, wow. And is a hot dog a sandwich? Okay. I'm and so I, I go through this whole keynote. Like, I feel like I'm dropping knowledge, spirits on me. I'm just like changing kids' lives. And then like a few minutes later, this kid raises his hand. I was like, yeah. He's like, hey, I just want to clarify. A hot dog is not a sandwich. Which he was wrong. <laughs> but either Wait, are you one, claiming that a hot dog is a sandwich? I mean, I don't know how a hot dog couldn't be a sandwich. What are you talking about? It's meat in between bread. It's, it's like if you go to Rolled sub- up meat. Yeah, but you go to Subway, you can get turkey and just roll it up and put it in a sandwich. It's still a sandwich. But they don't roll it up. But I could. I do. They put it flat. I don't know. Well, so so the shape you don't know the shape of the meat is it's d- flat. dictates the sandwich. What if you have a meatball sandwich? Uh, hey, d- that's this a hoagie. What's it? Hoagie sandwich? Uh, no, it's a hoagie. Hoagie sandwich. No one says hoagie sandwich. They I, just say hoagie. I say, hey, I like to get me a hoagie sandwich. You're talking too much. Like <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, will have to the get meat on is this. Flat, it's a sandwich. If it's I mean, rolled up, it's a hot dog. If it's balled up and soaked in <laughs> marinara, it's a hoagie. No. Oh, this is ridiculous. We'll have to go. I, I appreciate that new perspective, though. Like, we've never talked about the, like, the shape of a meat like in reference to what makes a sandwich. We've always talked about the bread. Yeah. Well, and the hard no, part no. is? It's the, the, the meat is flat. It's a sandwich. When Jared and I argue this point, it's just from personal perspective. When Aaron argues this point, it's from culinary expertise. What does he have, culinary expertise? I was in the, he was in the Army. He was a he chef was in, in the, the Army. army. What culinary expertise he was a did chef. he have? He was a chef or a cook or something. Dude, that guy stirred freaking chow. No, man. That dude stirred chow in a 50-gallon pot. Aaron Rask. That culinary expectation. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Rask, I know you're listening. Mark. We're, running back, we're running back a podcast <laughs> in which you guys debate the sandwich. Mark, a slotted, spoon, a slotted spoon in a 50-gallon jug <laughs> is not a culinary expert. Aaron, Aaron, buckle in, brother. We got to roll this thing. I see. This is good content. Good content creates good conversation. Good people breed good people. Hey, so <laughs> you come in, you say the wrong restaurant, people start talking, and nobody in that restaurant who was listening started listening. True. People are kind of background listening, but you caught everybody's attention in one second. <laughs> True. Yes. That's how you do that online. Yes. That's what that's we do. How, that's how you get people excited, because like they're either excited about us, and they either get my joke and they're really fired up, or they're like, "No, man, we're at the back porch." Yeah. They, they, there's pride there. Why are, Why do you care? Yeah. But I called the restaurant the wrong place on purpose, and people were just like, no, man, this is my place. It was it was absolutely amazing. That I was, locked up. That was, you did lock up, and it was it, awesome. It was one of the most amazing moments. And I think it's it's all it is, and what you do well, for better or worse at times, I think always better, your wife sometimes thinks worse, um, <laughs> is you capture people's attention. 
Yeah. That's the game. That is the game. How do you capture someone's attention? That is, and and yeah. so I want you to tell a story that I think is one of the greatest stories in capturing attention the day that you lost your cowboy hat. Okay. Well, all right. So this is this is like my story that set I framed it to where I tried to get into a business school with this story, right? It's called Acton School of Business. And they're in Austin. And what I love about it is, and this is what I love about just kind of the business idea that I love, like the tenure idea, tenure, no, I want the best people teaching me. Yeah, amen. It doesn't matter how long you've been here. Amen. Um, so this school called Acton, they took a bunch of, they didn't like the system, so they broke off, started their own school. And it's a hundred hour a week program where they, you get your MBA. Wait, hold on, which, run that back. Okay. 100 hour a week? Yes. Ugh. So you get your MBA in a year. Okay. Which normally takes people three years. Okay, I like that. You get it in a year, but you have to spend 100 hours a week. Okay. And you, I mean, the, so as far as tenure goes and what I'm saying, like the lowest rated professor every year, the students rate their professors. Lowest rated pro- professor gets fired. No. Yes. That so, kind of made my heart hurt, but that's a great idea. Yeah. And they're like, the same competition to get into the school is passed on to the t- to the professors. Like, ooh, there is competition here. I like competition. Yes, I think that breeds greatness. It does. And so, the lowest rated professor, sorry, you're not good enough. Move on. So this, I I had the potential to go to this school. Okay. Because I had a buddy on the admissions committee. He said. Everything you do lines up, but, you know, you got to submit this 30-second, one-minute video or whatever, just highlighting your talents and gifts. So I said, all right, what are my talents and gifts? And I remembered the Springsteen story. So in 2003, I was kind of into Springsteen, but not really. But I have a buddy who's really into Springsteen, Brandon Dillard from Houston. What's up? Um, So Brandon says, all right. Springsteen does all general admission tickets, but if you are the first to buy your tickets, then you get put in this holding line, so the first 300 people can get into the orchestra pit. Okay. But you have to maintain your place in line. So you get one through 300, and they call, they'll just randomly call it, all right, uh, on the radio, you got to listen to the radio. This was before, like, Twitter. I'm showing my age here. I wasn't even born yet, so. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. This is like in the 70s. Um, <laughs> sorry, this is 2003. Um, so we had to line up in this parking lot across from the Irwin Center in Austin five times over a weekend. And we maintained our place in line, but we got to know these people in line that travel to see Springsteen everywhere. So they were like, oh, man, he's playing in Texas. If you th- these, pe- these people were from Connecticut. And they said, if you throw your hat on stage while he plays Cadillac Ranch... Or road, I can't remember the, the song. He'll wear it. I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to get my cowboy hat out. All right. So I, we, we ended up being elbows on the stage, throw my hat on stage when he starts playing this song. Uh, Ronnie Van Zant, the guy from The Sopranos, picks it up, puts it on Bruce's head. And Bruce is just freaking killing this guitar solo. Then Bruce takes it off, puts it on Ronnie Vance, Van Zant's head. He plays this solo. Then he goes and puts it on Clarence, the saxophone player guy, who's now now passed away, but um, he played it, 
And then Springsteen took it off and just threw it back to me, right? It's like, this, this is the most amazing. So you wore your hat. Yes. And you got it back. Yeah, I got it back. Double the value. But yes. From 10 to $20. Hey. Yes. Which is amazing. But it was double the value. Sweet black cowboy hat, right? So then in 2009. Can I wear a cowboy hat? Yes, you can. Okay, thank you. you Sorry, look continue. Pretty killer. In 2009, Springsteen comes back to Austin. And I tell everybody, I'm going to own the hat that Springsteen wore twice. They're like, you are insane. That's a good book title. <laughs> the hat that Springsteen wore twice. That's a good book title. Sorry, continue. A boat title? Book. Oh, I thought you said boat. I mean, that would be a good boat. Like, Miss Sherry's rear end. Yeah. Boat. I don't yeah. know. Whatever. That's a good creative. Sorry, continue. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> so, I said... Just this bold claim, like, somehow I'm going to throw a hat on stage again and Springsteen's going to wear it. Well, our seats were not as close. We were about 50 yards away. And he didn't play the song. And so I was looking at my buddy Brandon Dillard during the last song, which was very, very obviously the last song. And I said, uh, should I do this? And he's like, no. And I said, all right. And I just freaking tomahawk through my cowboy hat. And it just barely skipped, you know six inches over people's heads, lands at his feet. He, he walks down these stairs, bends over, picks it up, puts it on. It's like, this is the most, this is the hat Springsteen's wore twice, all right? And then he finishes the song and does his like kneel down, and he's holding my hat and just like bows before the crowd and then just like, like a piece of trash just throws it behind him. Uh, Springsteen. That's, that's my cowboy hat. Like, you've worn it twice. You don't know this, but you've worn this hat twice. So I rush to the stage, and I, I go to the roadies, and I'm like, man, that, that's my hat right there. And they're like, what hat? I was like, the, the one he just wore for the last song. And they're like, dude, do we come to your place at work and, like, yell at you or you're, while you're trying to finish working? And I was like, well, no, but. No, I don't work at a Springsteen concert. That's a very good point. No, I don't. <laughs> Shout out to those roadies for dropping but, I mean, the ball. Can't you just reach like two feet behind you and grab that hat and just hand it back to me? So he didn't, and we left. And the whole way home, I'm just like, this is... This didn't get your hat. I didn't get it back. So so for most people, story's over. Hat's story's gone. Story's over. Hat that Springsteen wore twice, the gone. The hat is in the dumpster at the Irwin Center. Yeah. Like, And that's what so many people told me, but I, I was like, no, I don't think so. So on the way to work the next morning... I'm listening to my favorite sports talk radio show down there, and they were talking about Springsteen concert. And I was like, man, I think I probably should call in. And I called in, and I said, did y'all happen to see Springsteen wearing a cowboy hat last night? And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was mine. And I don't have it. Like, he took it with him to Tulsa. And they were like, oh, man, that sucks. Okay. So then I just realized, okay, I just got on the air with this. I can get on the air again. And so... I got to work and I started researching like all of the, so you can do this. So if you Google search the star symbol at KUZ, then it will pull up everybody's email addresses. Pro so tip. it's like, you know, M Martin, but that's all you need. You just need to know what the, it's like, is it M Martin or is it Martin dash yeah. Phillips or Martin dot Phillips or whatever. So if you, if you get the format right, then you can just blast mail these people, okay? 
So I star asterisk at searched every TV and radio station in Austin and in Tulsa, and I sent probably 200 emails to these people. So Dudley and Bob was a station in Austin, and Bob Fonseca was this guy that was like, dude, this is a thing. Okay, he's going to Tulsa. He's going to come back to Houston two day, three days later. We're going to have this like ceremonial thing where he gives you your hat back in Texas, right? Your hat went to Oklahoma, now it's back. So um, I did, I called in all these stations, kept getting on the air. It was ridiculous. People were making fun of me. Um, got on the Dudley and Bob show in Austin and not Bob, but the other guy, Dudley. He's like, well, man, yeah, I threw my cowboy, I, I threw my subway cup out on Mopac and I want it back. Okay, I'm not like I'm not a high school girl throwing her panties on stage. Like people always try to use analogies. Yes, and they just drop the ball. Yeah, that's not a good analogy. No, I didn't litter. Yeah, I didn't litter Mopac, dude. This is my guy. We you should have gotten him fined for that. Exactly. See in Texas, <laughs> he might still be. That might be breaking news. So anyway, then I decide. All right, I'm gonna hold a press conference <laughs> at the Capitol. Where else? Right, the Capitol. So. So you sent out a press release. I sent out a press release to all to, these states. To be at the Capitol. And the state Capitol. The state Capitol. My dude. Be there at 5 p.m. Tuesday, you know, whatever, 2009. And so I get a response back from CBS. They're like, we're going to be there at your press conference. And so then I email back all the other stations and I say, CBS is going to be there. Are you going to pick up this story too? So they didn't, they didn't come. But I emailed Texas Monthly. There was a Texas Monthly right over there. <laughs> and so in the midst of all this calling all these people, I happen to remember that Springsteen mentioned the Capital Area Food Bank. And so I called the food bank, and I said, I'm working on this stuff. I'm trying to get my hat back from Springsteen. And they were like, well, we, we know his people because, you know, he was promoting us. So... On my way to the press conference, I get a call from a Boston area code, and I pick up the phone, and I'm like, this is Brendan, and this guy goes, so I'm sitting here looking at a black cowboy hat. Is he yours? I'm like, uh, 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 yes, sir. And he goes, all right, I'm going to send it back to 506 West 35th Street, you know, 78705. I'm like, how does this guy have my freaking address? Oh, no. Yes. So, but I was in the parking lot of the Capitol about to do a press conference in front of CBS. So I said, all right, all right. We're still going to do this. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. So you still did it. Did you know this story is going to be this long? No, I love this. Okay. This is going to be amazing content. So we had a band at the time called OJ and the Broncos. We were a 90s cover band. And I was like, okay, we're going to hold a benefit concert for Springsteen to give the hat back. But I'm already getting the hat back, right? So I'm going to just just promote this. this sorry, can I say that? You say everyone say. I'm going to promote the S out of this uh, benefit concert. So I roll up. I'm like, dude, it was a total bit. Like, I was just making jokes, you know. <laughs> and I said, but we're going to hold a benefit concert for uh, Springsteen for the Capital Area Food Bank in Austin. If he'll just send my hat back, that's all he has to do. I don't need anything else, just send the hat back. So they put it on the 10 o'clock news, 
and they edited together and made me look insane, which I kind of am. Obviously, from the prior story I've just told, I am insane <laughs> to some degree. No, I think you're awesome. Um, That's killer. And then we held a benefit concert, and we raised a 1000 bucks for the Cavalier Food Bank. Which and is awesome. Yeah, OJ and the Broncos played. And I got OJ my, and the Broncos? Yes. Were you in that band? Yes. That's the name? Yes. Killer name. We were a 90s cover band. That's, a, that's amazing. Um, and I got my hat back three days later in a napkin box from a Tulsa hotel. <laughs> that, that is honestly... There was no note. Like, there was no comedy to it. They didn't think it was funny. Do you, you move? I got my hat back. Just in case Springsteen was going to swing by. Well, just in case that guy from Boston <laughs> yeah. showed up. He was like, Ed. Yeah. Yo, man, this ain't funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hat's back. I got it back. I'm sure that Springsteen probably listens to this podcast. He absolutely does. And so, yeah. Springsteen. And Clarence does in heaven, for sure. Come to Wichita Falls. Yes. And open for Wichita Red and the Songbird. Well, open? <laughs> Maybe we'll open for yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, either way, I don't care. That's but a reunion. That's a reunion tour. It could be a huge reunion. Like, and I'll own the hat that Springsteen's worn three times. Yeah. And my name will be engraved on the inside of that thing with my address and phone number. Yeah. So you... You create a video around this. That was this. a long story. C- correct? Hmm? You create a video around this. I did. So we're, we're going to post that video okay. in the description if that's okay. <laughs> okay yes. So if you're listening, if you've so, made it this far on the podcast, uh, <laughs> thank you. You're crazy and a blessing, but yes. um, we're, we're going to post that. You need to watch that. It's an so, amazing video. The video that y'all are going to post was my application video for that business yep. school that I was talking about. And it's like, okay, I can get people excited about something. <laughs> And I can get to anyone. Yeah. It just takes, it's like, don't be afraid. Yeah. All they can say is no. Yeah. And all they can be is like, dude, F you. Yeah. You're stupid. And it's like, if you get a vision for something or get fired up enough. Yeah. You can do anything. Man, that is the, that is a key if you go business or life. Yes. Or anything is that people, I hear people say all the time, like, God call, God call me to this or I really feel like I'm supposed to do this, my purpose. And then they get they hit the first wall, and they just sit down, and they stop. Or they, they're like, well, maybe I'm supposed to do something else. Yeah. Like, I know that story is like chaos. Yeah. But how many times should you have just quit? Yes. Like, you probably shouldn't have gone up to the steps of the white, or the, to the state capitol. It's funny, my buddy Brandon Dillard, uh, it's actually Rick Perry was governor at the time. <laughs> and Rick Perry walks out as we're like, walking up to do the press conference. My buddy Dillard in the back goes, what's up, Rick? <laughs> it's like, dude, show some respect, man. <laughs> but I, anyway, like, I, when the thought of... What's up, bro? One of my favorite things, and, and this is not everyone, okay? But I just love the idea of God has given me the gift of a vision or the gift of passion. Yeah. And I flatten my tires on the way out if it's not supposed to be. Yeah. Okay? And I think too many people wait. They're like, they're just waiting. I'm waiting for affirmation. Yeah. Well, I think the affirmation is the passion that you have and the idea that you have. So go. And God's going to flatten your tires on the way out. Or... Maybe you'll meet somebody on the way, and that's gonna be your pet. That's gonna be the purpose. Yeah. You know, but just freaking go. Yeah. Like, ain't no reason waiting. Yeah. I mean, I, I, we're we're in a world that's is brutal, that's painful, that's 
riddled with disease and destruction. Yeah. And so to think that because you've been given a vision or a passion or a desire, to think that it's going to be just a drive down 281, which is a nightmare, or like... But no, 281 is the best. 35. Well, you're talking well about. last one on 281, I got stopped. Cause really? they're doing, they're, it's already in two lanes, and then they're doing construction on one, so you got to wait. Oh, so then you're hosed, yeah. Yeah, but... Like, I think that people get, they get hung up and the first time, I mean, I can't tell you, I've been here for design works for eight years. I've been at one life for eight, seven, eight years. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you how many times I've, I've hit a wall and, and just been like, well, I guess I'm done. But like, I think it's, I think it's the consistency and, and the willingness to pursue greatness Yeah, and, and not even greatness, just the willingness to just show up, show up, just show up, put work in, just walk out your front door and show up. Yeah. And then see. And no one feels bad for you. No. Like, it's a bummer, and you got people around you, hopefully they'll love you, but no one feels bad for you. you got to show up, put work in, and just see what happens. So uh, there's there will never be a regret for running for city council if I lose. Shouldn't be. Good gosh. Should not. Like, there's been so many people that are like, man, I'm just so excited you're doing this. Yeah. And how can that not affirm me to do everything else? Yeah. Um, I'm preaching to myself, by the way. No, no, I, man, I... That's the thing I love about you is you're humble. Yeah. Like I think you're. I think at times you're a little bit too, you're too hard on yourself. Yeah. And you drag yourself through the mud more than you need to. Other people can already do it, but man, there's no there's no loss anymore. Right. Like I, I believe personally, you're the best fit for our city, um, in a lot of ways, and and not even because of. And hear me, this is not hateful, not because of qualifications, right. or because you're smarter or you're better. I, I just believe that when you hit the wall. When the city hits the wall, you're going to be somebody that's pulling people through. You're going to be somebody fighting to get to the next level. You're somebody that when chaos happens, that I trust. Yeah. And so, you. yeah, no, I, and I believe that. Like, I'm not just saying this, like, I, w- I could have just, we could have just talked and not brought this up, but I believe that about you. I hope our city does, and if they don't, it's okay. Yeah. There's a lot of great people in our city. We love the people in our city, um, but we need people that are willing. Anybody can be smart. Anybody can have a vision. If it takes a person that gets punched in the mouth. Yeah. That, that, can, that knows how to, to resettle and then drive the people forward because our city's going to hit walls. Yeah, Every city's going to hit walls. Have you heard of the drought? Remember that? Yeah. I mean. Nightmare. Yeah. I mean, people were talking about leaving. Yeah. We were out of water. We started recycling poo-poo water. Yeah. But it turned into the best water in the country, I guess. Is that a thing? I think so. Should we bottle it? I think you're supposed to bottle your urine. Okay, that's fine. For the apocalypse. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Are you do, are you doing that? Is that a pro tip from the, um, from future a, city council? Yes. Yeah. Bottle your urine, folks. Sorry. That's if you're funny. in business, you make sure you bottle that urine. <laughs> <laughs> you ever water rolled? Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Costner, like, why do people hate on Kevin Costner? No idea. I th- I mean, Dances with Wolves. Come on, get over it. Like, that's the one of the my favorite movies of all time. Waterworld. It was crazy, but he. He bottled his urine and survived. Yeah. Bear Grylls. Who? Bear, Bear Grylls? Grylls? Yes. He bottles urine for fun. Did he? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just sure to he does. See him with, just to see how many bottles he could fill. Yeah. Howard Hughes. In that, yeah. You know, he was watching movies in that little movie room he had in that movie. I don't know if this is true or not, but I bet you Tom Brady bottles his urine. I, I, I would taste it. Yeah. Well, he is the greatest of all time. Yeah. Besides Tony Romo. False. Yeah, true. But I mean, you're right. I'm just, I have to say that because I love I mean, the dude. I mean, the data, you know, I don't really know. What the, data? The data backs that up. But. Well, it's not all about rings, Brendan. That's true. It, exactly so my point. Yeah. 
No, that didn't help my argument at no, all. No, it didn't at all. It's all memory. Yeah. Either way. Um, no, man, I, I appreciate you and your investment in our city well, is, is, um, is massive. And thanks for trying to buy us a home. Yeah. Sorry we I didn't tried. through. <laughs> hey, it's all about trying. Yeah. Getting out. Yeah. Just get out the door. Did uh, Homeboy leave? Yeah, Jared just left. He did? Yeah, he's got a, he's got a date night tonight. Oh, gosh. We can just sit here all night. Yeah. We're, uh, okay. I respect um, that. So I got a date night tonight, too, though. You do? Yeah. Are you late? No. I think Katie's probably live watching right now. Hey. On, on Instagram. So. She's probably so mad at me. There's just... She's never mad at you before, though. Oh. There is just... Besides my wife, one other person that I will just allow to be so mad at me, and that's Katie. Like... Because <laughs> she's just, like... Appreciates the good, but... Won't settle for the yeah. shit. Pardon me. No, that's that, good. Bleep that later. No, that's this is this is real talk, man. Yeah, but like that's that's how you need to have people in your life. Like, yeah, I love you, and I'm not gonna let you settle for this crap. Yeah, like, stop wandering around looking for, you know, a clip for the the music stand. <laughs> Just settle down. Yeah, and do your thing. Yeah, hard conversations, man. Yeah, and if if you're listening still somehow by the grace of God, um, Ronnie Ronnie's podcast on human behavior, he spent a lot of time on on conflict. Like, I think that we get so hung up in stuff, and we talked last night about like the kneeling stuff and mm-hmm. the NFL, and I'm gonna spend time on that this weekend. But like, man, conflict's real. Yeah, and can be healthy, but if it's not, if there's not some love behind it, Katie loves you. She cares about you getting better, yeah. not just you being better so that she's okay. Right. And that's important. That it's, it's not a self-serving care. No. Yeah. It's like, I believe in you, so believe in yourself and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, which is tough. It's a tough balance. Also, in Ronnie, that it's, it's hard for me because I come in and I err on the side of grace because I don't yeah. like conflict. I love people. And I don't want them to be uncomfortable. I'm not uncomfortable. I'll say whatever I want. I just It makes me laugh, and even if they're uncomfortable. But I don't like them to be uncomfortable. But then now I'm in a season of wanting the people around me to grow because we need to grow, mm-hmm. just just to love people better, to get better at our craft. And now sometimes I come in like looking for conflict, and I'm just like, hey, that that's not healthy either because now I'm getting mad about someone leaving paper in the printer for too long. You know, right? I'm just like, well, that's probably not a big issue considering the things that are going on. Yeah. So, but conflict breeds intimacy. I ooh, believe a good word. It's a good word. Um, if used correctly. Yeah. Like if used correctly. Yes. Not Con- the first three years of my marriage. I did not use it correctly. We're still in we're in month maybe seven, nine, eighteen, nineteen. Yeah. Good for y'all. Yeah. That's a win. It is a win. But conflict has breed bred intimacy. Yeah. If you know, it's like you can get bitter or you can get better. Yeah. Ooh. Hmm. I've got a lot of catching. Hey, we come back to this again? Yeah. Because for real? This is fun. We're either going to do it like right before like election time yeah. or or even right after. Okay. Win or, win or lose. Win or lose. We're going to talk oh, about man, the value. That would be really fun too to like talk about, you know, the wins with the win or the wins with the loss. Yeah. But we're not even thinking that. Like, yeah. That's I bl- what I love about you guys that y'all are just so positive that, I mean, why invest in something if you're considering... No plan B. And to bring it back to sports, like, why practice if you're thinking about losing? No. Like, don't waste your time. To win. Just go out and have a beer. Yeah, just have fun. 
I mean, if we just want to, if we just want to coast, we'd coast. Yes. We'd write off the things that were fine, and we would just. But man, just there's no such thing as losing. Right. In the words, just to keep my streak of making Conor McGregor references, in the words okay. of Conor McGregor, okay. you either win or you learn. Okay. There's no difference. I love that. It's good, man. And, and this dude's coming off of being one of the publicly the cockiest people on earth. Yeah. He's somebody who just runs his, his mouth. mouth. Yeah, I mean. And he, and he got beat by, by Nate Diaz the first time, which was a huge upset. Okay. But he got choked out on the mat in front of the world. Everybody expected him to win. He took it on short notice. Nate took it on short Nate was smoking pot and came off the couch and, and choked him out. And Connor went up like three weight classes, two weight classes to fight him. But man, like for him to come out, he'd rain his mouth all the time. He didn't hide. He didn't do the Ronda Rousey where he just disappeared. Yeah. What he did was he got in front of the mic and he said, listen, I wasn't the better man today. I've got some things to work on. He immediately called for a rematch, but he said, you win or you learn. Huh. And that's been, that's been, for me, I have this like, this Conor McGregor syndrome uh-huh. where I believe that I can, I could, I think I get in the octagon with anybody. Dude, you I think I can win anybody. Yes. I, I have no doubt in myself. In any, I'm not even good at it. You give yeah. me a new sport. Yeah. I'll go out and compete. Listen, in the right system, in the right system i could play in a, i could play in the nba yes you have the right you need me just to shoot threes i would there's no way but i believe that well i'm hoping and i believe that contradictions are one of the most beautiful things on earth i don't believe that i'm i'm good at anything you know what i'm saying right so i appreciate that about you is that an un, okay i'll say this if i were six foot you'd have already heard about me amen but how tall are you five seven this is ronnie whitfield you want to talk to ronnie also, Ronnie on the podcast. Hey, Ronnie. Ronnie. Come on, Ronnie. Don't let us down. Oh, shoot. But do you think at some point that was that's, a good run. that's an unfair expectation to put on yourself? What? Which one? That you can do anything? Uh, it is if, if losing destroys if you. If losing matters. Oh man! You know what I'm saying? Like, good point. F- for me, so so today we had a huge win at work, a massive win, okay. game changing win. Okay. Two days ago, I had a huge loss, a massive loss. Okay. I mean, I, you can't live and die by circumstances, and I think that you have to one trust. For me, it's Jesus, but you ha- you have to just trust. Like, hey, like, life is full of ebb and flows. It's just full of the ups and downs, but I I have to live in the moment. And for me, the win has never been people. Is that is that a big deal? No, I think it's fine. Okay. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, but I think I think you have to I think you have to live in like what what matters most. And for me, family, and and family extends deep in the mm-hmm. people around me. You know, like when I sit down at a restaurant, my food not being good is less important than the interaction a lot of times I have with the waiter or waitress. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it just, it doesn't matter for me. I, I love people. I mean, not just in a good way. Like, I also don't like people. I also don't love people well. So it's not like a, a brag. But when I look Pulse. at things. You do love people well. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Okay. I'm really good at hiding out when I need to. Okay. All right. When I want to. When I'll I need that. to. Yeah. So it's, it's no, there's no good. It's not the good in me. But for me, if I look at the perspective of win and lose, okay. when I get in bed at night, like for me, it's investment in people. Okay, and so I, I think that's everything. Uh, uh, is Ronnie calling back? Mm-hmm. This will be Ronnie's second uh, appearance here on Modern Madman. Ronnie, what's up? You are on with a podcast with Logan and Brendan. That's where I wanted to be. You are live. Hello. Hey Ronnie, can I put you on the spot? I'm always live. Hey Ronnie, can I put you on the spot? 
Hey, can he put you on the spot? Yeah. Hey, can I put you on the spot? What's that? Can I put you on the spot? Yeah. I think this is a moment. I think that this is supposed to happen. Brennan's going to put the phone closer to the microphone. Will you just give us like a word of wisdom? A word of wisdom? Yeah, just what, like, last time we asked you, the spirit spoke and it was good. Like, what, what are you hearing right now? Rest. Rest is vital. Stop that. To productivity. You're speaking to me. That's for me. To give to others. I don't know if I'm just speaking to both of you right now. Um, I feel like I possibly could be. You know, I, maybe to other people too. It's not ironic. It, it's it's probably not out of left field that you're saying those. No, I'm probably saying that to myself too. Yeah. So. I think that's the best advice. I think that's the best all, advice like too. 40, like what now? Maybe you might, y'all might be up to like 49 subscribers. <laughs> Oh yeah! Well, oh, I'm just saying, more than that. It's been a week. Oh, I thought that was a 34. shot. What are we at now? Subscriber-wise, I got crickets. No subscri- subscriber-wise. Yeah. I actually don't know the number. Probably, I have no idea. Jared told me earlier, and I wasn't listening. Confession, but we've got <laughs> we've got 200 views in the last day. So. Hey. Did you really? Y'all, yeah. Y'all, y'all are doing some good stuff. I'm still I'm still working on that um, I'm still working on the uh, whiskey company so yeah keep working on that hey thanks for being the first ever caller so, to modern yeah. Men. caller thank you caller Yo, y'all have fun. all right Ready, call me later. Got... talk to me about the concept of fear of failure for me mm-hmm it's a big this is a big struggle of mine fear of failure man I think I'll tell that... you why in a minute uh, so th- I've been thinking about that a lot. Have you? When, when you break when you break down most people's like fear, it comes back for guys especially to failure, mm-hmm. letting people down, to to not living up to expectations. Like that's what keeps you up at night. It's that fear of failing your wife, that fear of not doing things well. And I think what why that's rooted in us is that we we were created, um, for a purpose. We were created to be something. Um, important yes like we were created to love people to to worship um god to to live life well okay so create community and so for us the expectation that's rooted deep like when you get like i'm talking deep like garden deep yeah like getting deep to the root when we like have that feeling we realize the expectations on us are so high that we can't meet them and so our life good or bad we can have short-term wins, but we feel that we're failing all the time. At some point, like, you, you talk to anybody who's successful, they always feel like they could have done something better. Hmm. They could have done something different. Mm-hmm. If I would have just done this. And so sometimes circumstances align and we win. But that fear of failure is because we're, I think, deep-rooted in us is, is something so much more. And so for me personally and for, uh, for you, like, when, when Jesus enters the equation, obviously things change. And we we're no longer have to work for our worth. Hmm. But that fear of failure is, is because we're deep-rooted. When you, when you remove a lot of that and you realize that we are not called to live today for 10 years, we're called to live today for today. Right. You know, with the investment of 10 years, not just like, you know, every goal I've had, I had my life planned out at 18 and 19. Every oh, yeah, Every single this. element. Yeah. And, and not a single bit of it happened. And uh, in a lot of ways, it was way better. Almost every element. Yeah. And so... 
I look at the short term. I was telling our employees this week that I get so invested in the short term that sometimes I don't look up and, and look at the, the macro view, not just the micro. And I forget that so many good things are happening and I miss them because I'm looking at just one perspective. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's why guys, especially men, have that fear of failure. We have a lot of things on our shoulders. There's no way you can balance in today's society everything. How do you love your wife? How do you run a campaign? How do you sell commercial real estate? How do you lead worship? How do you lead this group of kids at Young Life? Like, how do you do all that? There's no way you can do it all at once well. Mm -hmm. But it's not our perspective that matters. So as a believer in Jesus, this this has been a battle for me, okay? Okay. I know that I am loved regardless. Yep. Okay? So if I'm homeless, I'm loved equally as if I'm the CEO of a tech company. Yep. You know. Um, you and I both, we're never going to struggle. I mean, if worse comes to worse, house gets foreclosed on, like, man, family's going to step in. Yeah. Bail, bail out, all right? Yep. That's reality, okay? But at the same time, it's like faith, all right? But I don't have that motivation of, man, there, there are times when I wish that I was Will Smith on the street selling, you know, the radiation equipment or whatever. Yeah. That, like, my back's so against the wall. There is there's no Jesus. There's no um, family behind me. Yeah. Like, the grind. The grind. And it's just, I guess it's, as I said that, maybe, yeah, but there is like, this, the faith thing for me in business has always been a struggle because I know that no matter what, I'm going to learn from it. So if I fail my whole life in society's terms, yep. I'm loved for who I am. Yep. And... I better be faithful in my relationships. Hmm. Um, but that there's that that safety net to me has always been a struggle. Yeah. And fortunately, I don't think about it a lot. But there are times when I do think about it. Yeah. And it's like I do wish that I had that urge of just like man, like you know, my buddies that are non-believers that. Shit, this world's all it is, so let's get what we got now. Yep. There is some of that that I wish that I possessed. Yeah. I wish that I had that urgency that was like, man, society judges me on what I do, so yeah. let's freaking go and let's be comfortable. Yeah. I want my wife to be comfortable. It's way easier. Yeah. It's way easier to, for to have a full bank account not even a full bank account, but just a bank account that says, all right. Some comfort. Can, some comfort. Yeah. So that my wife can say, all right, yeah, I can go, like, pursue art or whatever. Yeah. Whatever she wants to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? I guess I'm just struggling with comfort versus the constant unrest that this is not home. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, it, uh, this is a business podcast. No, it's not. If this is man. This is I think, and that's where I think a lot of people. You look at faith, mm-hmm. you look at business, you look at life. Like for me, and I think for you, there's no difference. Like this is just life. Yes, and, and we live it that way. But I mean, a lot of people want to separate those things. Like, 
you know, I've got to yes. learn the balance of life and time and yeah. things like that. But the way that I view the people that work here, the way that my, I view my clients, mm-hmm. the same way I view people that I meet on the street, like it's people. It's and, an and investment. It is. And, and sometimes that investment grows. Sometimes it declines. Talking with a buddy the other day, talking about like emotional and like a relational bank account. You know, for some people that they, they withdraw everything and they leave and that's okay. That's, that's life. Mm-hmm. But for a lot of people, you're, you're looking to constantly invest. Like I always want people for the sake of my investment to owe me more than I owe them. Hmm. Not, not because I ever want to have to cash out, mm-hmm. but because yeah. it's, imp- it's important to me to invest. And I, I think the call that's been on my life, especially as a leader, a follower of Jesus, a human, is to invest more than that I'm ever going to receive. Like yeah. I'm, I'm weird. In, in a business sense, very unhealthy in terms of money doesn't drive me. I don't get excited about it. Money, like at the end of the day, is not what I get excited about, like winning. Mm-hmm. And winning for me is people growing. And in a business sense, I love, I love that someone walks in the doors here and says, I'm going to give you, you know, a huge chunk of money. We've never done this before. We trust you. And I know that if that doesn't work, like yeah. their kids, their college accounts, like these things can suffer. And so we feel that weight. We love that weight. And, and we aren't perfect. We can't, listen, if you don't make good cupcakes, I can get as many people in your store as you want. Yeah. You got to make good cupcakes. Yeah. And so they got to be good at their craft. We got to be good at our craft. But when you love a person over the process, when yes. you love a waitress, like we always talk about it one life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. we don't tip based on per- performance because we weren't, we weren't judging our performance. Yeah. Like we've already made a decision beforehand. Like I, I know what I'm going to invest in somebody. And I'm going to do that. And I can't invest in everybody, but I'm going to invest in people that can invest in people. Yeah. And that's how the cycle happens. And so that, that fear of failure, I think, will probably always be relevant. It's the curse of the, the fruit. Um, it is. But it, when it becomes paralyzing, it immobilizes us from loving people well. Mm-hmm. It immobilizes us from leading people well. Yes. When it gets, when it gets too internalized, yeah. then God's not working. Yeah. And I think fear is healthy to some degree. It is. Uh, there's, there's a lot of times I walk in, I'm like, I have no idea where we are. Like, I have no idea where our business is. I have no idea where, you know, all these things are. And there's a little bit of fear there. But in that fear and uncomfort, and that's my prayer right now for all this stuff, like with the NFL and all this stuff going on in our country, my prayer is that the unrest and the uncomfort breeds healthy conversation. Yeah. It breeds reality. Yeah. And it breeds an opportunity to grow and love people better. If Listen, I'm going to talk about this on Sunday. If you're looking at the NFL and you hate someone or if you disagree based on something, that's okay. But if, if, if you're – it's not okay to hate them. It's okay to disagree. But if you aren't looking at this from perspective of how do we love the other person better, Man. and you're already off. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. Like, I don't care if you're a fan of the team, you're not a fan of the team, you think the NFL is a joke. You're playing baseball and they're playing football. Like It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's the wrong – I have no idea. I'm a white you're dude in Texas. You're on the same field. I'm a white dude in Texas. Yes. I grew up in the Bible Belt as a Christian. Yes. I got blonde hair and blue eyes. Yeah. The Nazis love me, probably. That's a good quote. It's a good tweet, Jared. <laughs> mark. But, yeah. But you, you look at this thing uh, like... Mark that. Yeah. Cut. Okay. So, but you look at this thing and you say, okay, like, what's my perspective look like for a black dude in inner city? Oh. Like, I don't fully understand it, but I want to, and I'm willing to engage in conversation. Yeah. And so, you look at the workplace, you look at life. That's what it's about. It's, it's not even so much learning to understand someone else, even though I think that's important, but loving them no matter what. Right. You get another phone call. It's probably your wife. Oh, no, I'm getting a phone call. No, that's we're good. You. It's, probably, it's um, my wife. I'm going to be in trouble. 
we're running out of all the batteries on this place tonight. I know. That's okay. Uh, we, we do have to wrap this thing up because I'm going okay, to lose my marriage. Okay. Um, okay. Well, thank you for having us. No, no. Will you, will you run it back for real? Let's run it back let's, like in the next few weeks. Let's do another oh, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. do another podcast. Let's like, let's have some fun. I, I, I value your input. I think, I hold on, time out. If you become a, when you become city councilman, okay. are you, is, do you elevate above this show? No. Okay, good. Just making sure. By no means. Y'all are electing. Okay. This is uber faith, right? But, like, God chose me, not because I was great. Yeah. Because he just, he decided to choose me. Amen. All right, so what are you going to do with it? I was born into a family that people know in town. What are you going to do with it? Yep. You're just going to be a guy in town and just live off that shit? Or you yep. do something with it? Yep. Um, I'm doing good things because, yes, I need to raise a family to work, and I want my name to be great, but... And I did nothing to make my name great in town. Mm. There's people before me. I, I, you know, it's like, I told my dad one time, I said, man, people come up to me all the time and just they're like, your family's so great. And like, your dad, you know, my dad is not a spotlight guy. Um, he's like, well, I guess that's probably better than them saying, well, I guess I saw your dad coming out of the strip club again last night. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I didn't earn any of this. Yeah. I didn't earn God's love. Mm. What are you going to do with it? Yeah. What are you going to do with it? Let's make people better. Yeah. Let's freaking go. Let's get people on the same team. Like, let's let's love people. Yeah. And let's I, go. I don't know. I, the city council thing, I never thought about it in my entire life. And then all of a sudden, somebody approached me, and I was like, yes. Yep. This is, this is a platform I can stand on. Yeah. Um, I feel like I already have some authority in town, but mm -hmm. I don't know. Let's I'd, go. Plus, plus beyond means, man. And what are you gonna do with it? What are you gonna do with it? That's the game. You've been blessed. What are you gonna do with it? Yeah. I love it. Hey, thanks for your time. For real. Let's run. Awesome. Let's run it back. Okay. I value your input, and so. Um, I thought you mean run it back by like redo it. No, <laughs> let's. We're like an hour and a half into this thing. Oh, like, really? Yeah, like we're good. I could keep going. Yeah, I could too. And th that's honestly like, just to like tie this thing in. Like this is the value for me in, in modern Mad Men was never creating something that's polished and fancy. Yeah. Um, and, and as we grow, we're gonna update. Like we laughed last night. We were sitting up here at ten o'clock at night, and Jared didn't have a mic, and he's just yelling off camera, and you can barely hear him. Like we're gonna grow, but we want to show people the value of starting. Huh. Like just start doing it, like just that. get it going and, yeah. and see what happens. Like, you have to get good at it. You have to grow. You have to get better. But the only way to do those things is to start. Yeah. And so, the people that listen to this, like I value their input. I was talking about that earlier. Just get out and go. Just do it. And just so, try. like we have no idea what we're doing at times. We we think we're really good at our craft. And the reason we started Modern Madman is because we used to sit in there and we'd sit after work and we'd drink whiskey. We'd play FIFA. We would just sit and talk. We would, we would wrestle through ideas and thoughts in, in the world or in business. Mm -hmm. We're like, man, the world needs to see this. And as we get better, we're going to take it into the boardroom, like into meetings and things like that, because there's a lot of conversations that don't happen. And we want to have them. The world and needs so, to know Logan Draper. I, that's probably Fact. not true. Fact. Um, but Mark. I value you saying that. And Mark. so we're not fancy. 
We would love to be fancy one day. I don't think we'll ever be there because yeah. we're always going to strive to figure it out. So we started this. So whether we sit here and talk for six days or six minutes, like we're just going to talk. And this is the real world. And that, in Mad Men, great art happens in bland beige suits. Hey. Woo. Jared, mark that down. 644, fire. We also want to have a, this, this is the last thing I'll say, this, we want to have a board that we can do sound things. It's just like, boo, boo, boo. Yeah. We also do a lot of shout-outs, which we didn't do a lot of shout-outs today. Um, oh, yeah. Should we shout-out to people? Give me a couple shout-outs real quick before we leave. Man, shout-out to uh, DesignWorks. No, you don't do that. My gosh. They're oh, going to get a lot yes, of that. We're here. But shout-out to DesignWorks for real. Shout-out to my wife, Christina. Yeah. Yeah, she's sick right now. Shout-out to Ronnie Whitfield. Yeah. Shout-out to Straight Street. Yeah, for real. Uh, Thank you, Straight Street, for real, for for loving the the, the inner city kids in our community yes. and really planting in. Like we love you guys, we'll support you. However, yep, that's good, man. That's fire. So hey, thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you. This has been episode. What Jared say it was? Uh, six. This has been episode something and with Brennan Bell. This is the first of many. We're gonna keep running this back. The next time we're gonna do this, I'm gonna do it somewhere else. Yeah, maybe in your city council. You get an office for city council? Um, I think there's like one with like a. Mini fridge. Yeah. So no, yeah. we'll just go over to Fuzzies. Right. But we'll, we'll go somewhere else. <laughs> Shout out Fuzzies, and uh, and do this. So thanks for being here, man. This has been Modern Madmen, and we're out. Cut. <laughs>